0: Hi, I'm Maya. I'm an executive coach and researcher. Welcome to The Golden Hour, the podcast focused on elevating your career whilst also nourishing your well-being and relationships. From career transition, job crafting, and getting promoted, to physical, mental, and digital well-being, I've coached hundreds of leaders and researched these topics. There's no one-size-fits-all here which is often why there seems to be such a big gap between what we know and what we do. But by using evidence-based approaches to help you think deeply about your priorities and habits, we can close that gap on the things that matter the most. Hello and welcome to episode two of The Golden Hour. Today, we're going to be focusing on that all important question What is it that you want? Now, as a coach, I struggle to start anything uh, without asking that question these days, whether it's the new year, whether it's a new project, or even if it's just a small new habit. I think it's always worth spending the time going back to the first principles and figuring out what exactly it is that you want. Now, I know that January has come and gone, and for many people, that is the time to do goal setting. As a coach, I think we should continuously be doing goal setting. But one thing I've noticed is that people often really want a simple structure, nothing that then feels too onerous, but enough to give them some way of moving forward the one which I have found the most effective and most adopted over time. This comes from one of my gurus, Laura Vanderkam, who talks about structuring goals according to three areas, self, work, and relationships. For you, you may think there's some other important category to add on there. For me, I found that this actually works really, really well. And the nice thing about it is for those of us that might be quite goal oriented when it comes to our work, the beauty here is that you've got those other two categories to keep you honest and to make sure that you're putting something into each of those boxes as well. Maybe a fourth category could be fun or maybe that's just something to build into all of the other categories. Anyway, that offers you a really basic structure, and then there are lots of other simple things you can think about, like having quarterly goals. So some of you may have come across the 12-year week. It's a book. I do recommend it. What they talk about there is that a year is too long to think about when it comes to your goals, and actually, if you think in terms of 12-week chunks, you can make really fast progress and work at an intensity. Um, And this applies both to organizations and, you know, sort of team goals as well as individuals. And then you can create some time for rest and rejuvenation, you know, at the end of that 12 week period and then reset again. So you almost get four clean starts each year. And I am a huge fan of the clean start. I, I love turning over the page of my planner for the new week and filling out the different categories on that. So my current planner, which is just a lovely cheap planner from Amazon um, has each week, it has top goals this week and it has five um, spaces for those. It has a to-do list with about two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 14, 14 um, to-dos. And then it has a little box for the end of week review, which I think is so cute. And it's such a little box that you can't, you know, spend too long, Filling it out. But that's another example of a fresh start, isn't it? Each week, having a new spread um, in your pages. But I guess the question for this episode is to think about when it comes to having a golden hour or strategic time or a power hour or deep work or whatever you would like to call it, what would you most like to achieve um, as a result of that time? Another way of thinking about it is what do you really want to do that you're not, you're just not getting to right now and it, and it sort of bothers you and, and you find yourself saying, if only I had more time, I would do X. I think there's two schools of thought here as a coach, I'm high empathy and I'm, I really have a lot of feeling for those people who are so time stretched that there are things on their list that they just don't get to. And it's, you know, it's not fair. There is another school of thought, which is if you're not getting to it, it's not a priority for you. And I guess that's a harsher way of looking at it because it's sort of saying you could do it, but you don't really want to. I think I find myself flitting between these two schools of thought. I think prioritization is extremely important. And if you're finding that year after year, something is on your list and it's never getting tackled, I would suggest that might be a sign that you want to look into to say, actually, does this really need to be here? On the other hand, if you feel like you're time stretched and you're being pulled in different directions, and as much as you know, it makes you feel good to address that particular goal and you enjoy it, you don't really feel that life is permitting you. I would say that is where we might want to focus in finding our priorities uh, with the golden hours. To give you some examples of goals in each section, let's start with self. So, and and here we're thinking more about the goals and the activities, but they're obviously related. In self, you might say, actually, you want to go a little bit deeper with your spiritual practice, but you're not getting much time to meditate. And so then you might say, actually, I'm going to use um, some of my golden time, maybe first thing in the morning before I get up or before I go to bed um, to meditate. And what I love now is that there are so many easy, accessible tools for this. My current favorite is the Aura app. I just find it's got some really good meditations on there. They've got a chakra cleanse, which is sort of entertaining, but also good. But also, as I was describing to my husband, often what happens with the Aura app is you put it on before bed and you're listening to some form of meditation. The next minute you're just snoring away because you're you're completely knocked out. So we have a bit of a joke about that, that we only ever listen to about three minutes of the Aura app. Uh, The other thing is that I wanted to mention on the meditation is that I've also got a Muse headband. So that's another thing that I try and plan for in my golden time is to uh, use that headband because it gives you feedback um, on how you're meditating. I'll go into that in more detail another time. That's one example of a self-goal. Another one could be that you want to spend more time in nature or that you want to work on an aspect of your physical health. It could be, you know, you want to do more strength training. So these are all examples of self On the work front, it could be so many different things. So from clients in in organizations, it's often they want time to think in a more visionary way about their business and the future of it. And what they're saying is because they often have to be in such a reactive mode, they think that they might be missing some really more significant things because they don't have the breathing space, the energy to do that. So we've actually been talking a lot um, in my group coaching sessions around how to create meeting free weeks or meeting free days. So that's another, that's an example on the work front. For me, that might be the things that I can't just slot into a free half an hour. So anything research based or business related. So if there's something that I think I am just putting off from a business perspective, Then that would go into, you know, that's something that I would want to be acknowledging when I'm planning out golden time. Uh, And then when it Uh, comes to to relationships, this is really wide ranging. But again, I think it's just so important that that is even on the list, uh, because it can sort of be seen as a nice to have or might not get as much attention. And yet the research all shows that relationships are the fundamental factor in driving our psychological well-being. They're an absolutely key factor. You know, in my case, for example, I I decided that I wanted to read Harry Potter with the kids. Uh, so that was a fun relationship golden hour. But what it meant was it turned, you know, what sometimes parents probably don't really love, you know, which is a long drawn out bedtime. It actually turned it into something that was very, very special for me. So So that would be an example there. And I hope that as I've gone through these, it has triggered some ideas for you. Um, And of course, as part of your own goal setting, you may have very clear ideas already about each of those categories from your golden hours. I'm going to leave it there. And if you've got any questions, please don't hesitate to let me know. What we're going to do next time is think about now the scheduling. Now that we know what we might use our golden hours for, we're going to be talking about how to schedule those in. And it might sound obvious. Okay, I'll just put put it into my diary. What I've learned from the coaching and my own practice is that these things are not actually automatic and they actually require some planning, some advanced planning, and so we're going to be talking all things planning next time. That's it from me. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Golden Hour podcast. If you found it valuable, please forward it to others who you think might benefit from listening, and be sure to subscribe to get the new episodes when they release. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave a rating or review as it really helps the show to grow. You can find me at Maya Goodka on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find links to what we cover in the episodes in the show notes. Thanks for listening and see you next time.